This episode of the Comets Podcast is being brought to you by Huntington University. If you are a season ticket holder, you can get 25% off. Yes, 25% off. I'll say it again. That's 25% off all tuition. All you have to do is reach out to the Huntington University Admissions Office, and they'll take real good care of you, like I'm going to do right now with this episode of the Huntington University Comets Podcast. Welcome to another fun and informative Comets podcast being brought to you by Huntington University. I'm Shane Alberani, and on this week's show, we have got Anthony Nellis. Anthony Nellis uh, has been around a little bit, came to us a couple years ago uh, in the playoffs, went to Idaho last year, now back with us, and you know what, he is a real fun guy, and it's unfortunate that uh, you know we haven't had much interaction with the players this year, but it's a good thing you have this podcast because you can learn all about Anthony Nellis right now. Recording, good. <laughs> All right, buddy. So, how you doing? I'm great. I'm great. It's uh, almost playoff time, so feeling great. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's weird, but it's not that we're playing and it's so hot outside. But you know, once you start playing, it doesn't really matter. You just kind of fall into it. I know. I mean, it's definitely a definitely a change. Uh, usually, it's we're like deep in the playoff or we're home so it's it's very it's very different this year but you gotta adjust and it's all set yeah so i mean so let's i'm gonna i haven't really talked to you guys really kind of anybody about this like what have you guys had to go through because you guys are like you know you guys get tested like all the time so it's like you guys are probably getting tired of that right <laughs> yeah so basically we we had a protocol to follow and it was said by the league it was said by our team the staffs uh Obviously, like we're pretty limited in where we can go in Fort Wayne this year. Uh, in terms of testing, it was twice a week, even sometimes three times a week when we we thought something was going on, or if we heard that a, a team we just played had some cases. So it was like two to three times a week. And yes, it was the the Q-tips right in the nose that Maddie stuck right almost in our brain. And yeah, it was it became a routine, but. Uh, now, like the Frankie set up uh, the vaccination for us, so obviously it was our own decision if we wanted to take it or not. But uh, as a Canadian for myself, I was pretty glad we had that option here, and uh, now we're fully vaccination, so, uh, vaccinated. So uh, I guess for the testing itself, it's we don't we don't need to do it again. But obviously, if we we, we think some some cases may arise, we we're definitely going to test again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you guys, I mean, like you said, I mean, two, three times a week and they would like come out to your apartments and, and, you know, you like couldn't even away, get away from it. <laughs> I don't know. The, Maddie was waiting for us for sure. He, I don't know if he enjoyed it or if he just thought it was like whatever, but he definitely, it's not a good feeling having the Q-tip in the nose, but uh, they did a good job at uh, the organization, the staff. So kudos to them and obviously kudos to us as well I don't, we didn't uh we didn't have any cases this year so we'll knock on wood because yeah. that's i think it's something we can be proud of or it was probably like one of the biggest worry they had this year so yeah yeah and it, yeah i only did it once and that wasn't pleasant so i can't imagine you guys doing it three times a week so that's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so you've got, you're vaccinated, but, you know, in Canada, it's a little rough getting it, right? I know it's it's a little more complicated, obviously, like Canada, or for myself, I'm from Quebec. So Quebec, uh, we don't have any, like, companies that produce any vaccine, like you guys are having the states with Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. So obviously with like trying to sh the importation of it, it's just take a longer time. So I, my family just got their first shot to my mom, my dad, my girlfriend, my sisters. So uh, for a second shot, it's only going to be at the end of the summer. They're, t they're talking about August or September. So. Oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah. so well, that's good. So you kind of, you got bragging rights, I guess. I know, I know, and you know, hopefully for myself, going back in Canada after the season, it, it will avoid the, any complication with the the quarantine. Uh, yeah. Obviously, right now, if I go back tomorrow in Canada, I have to quarantine for 14 days, isolate myself, and even though I have two tests negative, two yeah. uh, two tests, and I have I lost you there for a go. second. There you go. Yeah, I think seriously, it's your guys' apartment. I haven't had any problems except for you and Zach. Really? Yeah, no problems. Yeah, so, so far, so good. But I did a Zoom uh, not too long ago, and it just for sometimes for like two to three seconds, like it just happened. It just somehow like stopped working, and it just goes back to normal. I, it has to be the the connection for sure. <laughs> I think it's just you guys are probably in a bomb shelter where you guys are living right now. <laughs> well, you're going to have to the Frankies for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have to look into uh, the internet issues come next season, but yeah, we'll work with it here today. Uh, so, yeah, so you're, you're rooming with, with Zach Pochero, and he was on the show earlier, and uh, you helped him out with all his technical issues. Is he standing by today? to come in and help you i uh, know he's uh you right now he's he's taking a nap so i'm by myself uh, <laughs> but you know we because we i don't have the computer he, he, he doesn't have a computer so obviously it's way easier to do this with a computer i feel oh, like maybe okay. a cell phone you know yeah yeah so uh, i was glad to he can borrow my computer to do it yeah uh, this is more this is uh I've, I've done it more than once this this year interrupting guys nap time i know you guys are on a schedule but i've had uh you know i had I had hawk on and he went outside because uh gazola was taking a nap so now i know when zach takes a nap so i you know you yeah. guys should probably write this down so i don't disturb you guys <laughs> i don't i know some guys take longer nap than others that's i know why my roommate likes his nap i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you know it's it's yeah i mean you guys are on such a schedule it's like uh, you know i could take a nap if we did have a game but i'm like if we don't have a game i can't take a nap but you guys are on such that schedule where you do you have to do it every day I know. I, I agree on game day i nap every day every game i nap but uh during the week, I don't know. I'm, I keep the routine where I go to bed earlier and wake up or like at the same time every day. So I'm feel fine during the week. But obviously, game day, no matter when it when it is, I nap. So it's just how it is. <laughs> so a regular a regular day. What's what's the average hockey player's bedtime? When 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 are you turning in on obviously, an average day? <laughs> obviously, it differs from guys to guy. Like we're 25 guys, so you don't expect every guy to. To do to have the same routine, but ex that's it for my part. I like I like to go to bed like ten thirty is a good time for me. Uh, yeah. When I pass ten thirty, I don't know. It's kind of like I know it's it's past ten thirty. I gotta head to bed, but uh, definitely after a long weekend, like at three and three, I, I can like the day off. Like you'd like to go to bed like early and you know catch up on the next week because you know 
three four days later you're restarting the same like the same routine so yeah yeah and uh and you guys you know we go on the road you know you you guys have roommates so i've always wondered about the guy who wants to stay up or the guy who wants to sleep or you know i mean sometimes i i know uh you guys make up the rooming list beforehand but i'm like how how does that go about how do you guys do that i mean you don't obviously it would make sense for you to to always room with zach right yeah i yeah that was like one of the I guess the standard they set at the beginning of the year, like even on the road, I would we would keep the same roommate. So obviously, if some COVID issue happened, at least it's easier to isolate. But no, on the road, it's a little different. I guess it's it's always like a game day routine. So no matter what, if we sleep at the same time, we always have the morning skate. So it's not like we're spending a lot of time in the hotel. When we do, to be honest, it's sleep at night or to take a nap. So right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let me get your honest feelings on the morning skate day of a game. I always get mixed mixed answers. <laughs> no, I, I like it. Uh, for me, it's, it's it's fun to go out there. It's, it's pretty light usually. It's it's like the, the purpose of it is obviously to to get us a little sweat in the morning to to get activated on the body. I like it. Obviously, when it's it's later in the weekend, when it's a Sunday, I'd rather take an option on it. Just. Because I know I spent a lot of energy the past few days like skating, playing games. So I like it uh, on a Friday. On a Sunday, I definitely take the option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to explain that to my wife one time. I said, yeah, you know, it's, we're on the road. And I said, yeah, I'm going to the morning skate. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, morning <laughs> skates. You know, it's like, why are you guys skating? Don't you play tonight? No, you know. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, you like to wake up and get that habit of, like, you go to the rig, get your heads into, uh, into the weekends and – start with a morning skate i feel like <laughs> oh so all right man well we got all that fun stuff out of the way let's let's get to know anthony nellis you're kind of like the you're the you're kind of a quiet guy man you're kind of an enigma you know we don't know all that much about you you know you came to town a couple years ago and you just uh uh you know you left us and you came back you know so i mean <laughs> you you dropped right into our laps and you you fit right in man we we liked you right away yeah, I like Fort Wayne. Uh, had a good experience uh, the first uh, stink I, I came down here after college. Um, like, I don't know, the organization treated me right, like well right away. And obviously with the, a lot of French guy around, helps with the transition. But now, obviously, with the pandemic, it was a different season. I came out last year from a, a, a two-way contract with the Texas Stars. So obviously when I was... When the East Coast, my rights were to the Idaho Steelheads, and uh, yeah, I had a good time over there too. It was fun. Uh, it was a first. It was a good first year. Uh, I learned a lot. Uh, had some up and down for sure, but very good experience. And obviously, this year, my rights were still going back to Idaho, but uh, with them uh, decided to opt out in the season. Uh, I guess Betty and uh, got in touch with me probably like a week after that decision from Idaho and. I mean, obviously, I knew Benny. I knew Marco uh, pretty well. We played together. We were roommate last year. Uh, knew other the, the other French guy as well. So it was just a good like good connection right away. And didn't hesitate to say yes when uh, Benny offered me a contract. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you were set to come back to Fort Wayne, weren't you? Then you signed that two way contract with with. Yeah, so so you actually, yeah. no regrets there. Like I really, really loved the. Uh, my year, the year last year, it allowed me to go to Dallas Stars camp. Uh, obviously, you got uh, some times in the AHL with the Texas Stars. And um, in Idaho, I discovered a little the West Coast where I didn't, I had no clue. 
where I was going in Idaho, Boise, Idaho, but it was a really fun city, uh, really fun if you like the hot door stuff, and yeah. so it was a great experience. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. We actually got to go out there and, and see you and Marco, and that was... Yeah. It's always nice to see a familiar face, even though you're not, now you're on the other side. Now we're trying to beat you, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm, I was, I'm very happy to be back at Fort Wayne. Like I, I didn't hesitate at all when, uh, like I said, Benny and the, the, the Frankies offered me a contract and they told me I fit well on the team this year and what they wanted to accomplish was similar to what I want to accomplish as a team and personally. So. <laughs> So had you, I mean, you went to Lake Superior State. Had you been out of uh, Quebec too much before you went to went to school? Uh, not not too much. I mean, I obviously travel on the East Coast for some hockey tournament, tournament like Boston. Travel to New York for a vacation. Uh, little Maine, New Hampshire. It's on the border, so it's very close. But uh, that was the most out west I've been. Uh, <laughs> Like before I went into Michigan at school. Yeah. Because I played in Ontario, which is this border to Quebec. I played junior there for a year. That was the first experience in terms of like living in an English environment. And then the next year uh, was my first year at school where I spent my four years there at Lake Superior State. Yeah, Lake Superior State. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good hockey school. So, I mean, you uh, land into a pretty good spot there, eh? Yeah, that was definitely fun. Uh, small small town in Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's it's an area where it's, it's, it's more like in the forest around the lakes. It's a little old, but the school was, very, was great to me because it was a smaller school, and I was not – uh, my English was not really good at the time, so smaller classroom. We're re- I was very close to my professors. Uh, the hockey was in there was a uh, was kind of in the coaching transition, so I came with a new class and new coaching uh, staff. So obviously, the first year was a little tougher in terms of like uh, the team result. But we just grew as a team, and for four, our last four years, we were almost ranked for the, the national tournament. We won the GLI, which is something – it's a big tournament in Michigan for yeah. uh, for college hockey uh, with the Michigan team. So it definitely was very great experience. Uh, learned a lot, obviously. Came there. I went there as a kid, probably uh, graduated a man, so – that's good. <laughs> so, uh, so you said your English wasn't that good. So, how hard was that? I mean, going to going to college. I mean, it's not an easy thing. And when your English is so so, I mean, that must yeah. have been quite the challenge. So yeah, uh, I in Quebec when I was after high school, uh, the step in terms of uh, the schooling was different in Quebec. So uh, you do we finish high school a year uh, younger than an American. And we go to a transition uh, pre-university school, it's called CJEP. Yeah. And you spend uh, from 17, 18, 19 years old, you go there. You do all your pre, pre-rec classes. Uh, and uh, that, I went to an English school for that. So obviously, you're in Quebec, so it's French all around. But the schooling was made in English, which obviously was a good transition. A professor were teaching in English, even though when I was done with school, it was all French people around me. So at, at least I got some sort of feeling of uh, what schooling is in English. Yeah. And after I was in Ontario, so it was just like a small transition to after going to an English environment and then finally going to 
the university in English. And now with no one French around me, that was the, <laughs> yeah, did you, you know, have the, anybody, anyone who spoke French on the, on the team in Lake Superior State or. So when I was a senior, my, my last year, uh, a freshman from just an hour from my hometown came and played for us. So he was a freshman. It was the only uh, French guy uh, at school that I played with in four years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so then you yeah. get to Fort Wayne this year and you half the team is French. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I mean, it's obviously, it's, it's fun because, you know, there's just so many French Canadian in the league. So it's fun when you, yeah. you, you play with Sam and then obviously when you play other French Canadian, it's like, even though you don't know them personally, you know, we, we know each other like we're French. We know we're, who we are. So there's always that that connection there. But just because there's so little right. in the league, it's fun to play with some and just experience it together. Do you uh, do you chirp in French or English when you're on the ice? Oh, I, I, obviously, I know. Like I try to to pick, or I know always like in a the game, there's only a few guys that can maybe play on my nerves. So obviously, it goes in English, but. <laughs> It's, it's, I don't know, it's, I never really got into a, a little fight with a, a French Canadian. So I can't, I can't really tell you how it would go. And, you know, Wheeling didn't have any French Canadian who played in 21 times this year. Well, it's, it's funny when you talk to somebody whose English is their second language, who, who speaks English fluently, always, you know, speaks it. And, but when anger takes over, that's when their native language kicks in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's obviously like, you got to think about what you say because just one little mistake in your chirp and it's it's the opposite guy is going to take advantage of it. So, you know, you got to be careful sometimes. Right. <laughs> right. And you've seen a few of your uh, Lake Superior teammates this year, right? Like Diego Cuglietta uh, yeah. in Indy. Yeah, we play. He plays. He was at Utah and then got traded to Indy. He's he's my really close friend from school. Uh, we lived together at, actually for three years up there. Oh wow! Uh, we were roommates. So even though he's from uh, British Columbia, uh, obviously in the summer we can't really uh, see each other. But we we keep we're always in touch. Uh, also, Gage Terrell, that played here a little bit last year, a very good friend of mine. Uh, now. So and get, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so do you get, get, I mean, you play with these guys for so long, but then you finally get to face each other. You guys get a little charged up, like <laughs> we're actually oh, yeah. against each other. It's cause what's funny is I know when, let's say my friend uh, Diego, I know when he's not, he's, he's frustrated or he's mad. So like, obviously I don't want to go tell him a joke or something. I just, I know he's not like, I know him now personally. So I know like how he feels and specific moment situation if they lose if they win so obviously he's someone he's very he's a hard competitor so yeah i mean you you lived with him for three years man you know you know all the dirt <laughs> I, I i also played with him last year in uh, texas and idaho because oh, he wow. we, we both signed a american hockey league deal with texas after our last year of college so <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean you know where where all the bodies are buried you can really <laughs> <laughs> oh so you said you had sisters is that right two older sisters? yeah i have two sisters i have an older sister that lives in miami so she's been there for six five to six years with her husband 
both French Canadians. They just decided to move in Miami. They don't, they don't enjoy the snow oh, <laughs> from back home. Wow. So what was that? Man, talk about uh, a weather change. I know. What made her, What made them think of that to go to Miami of all places? Oh, my, uh, I would say my, my brother-in-law's uh, husband is... Uh, He's, he's big about the nutrition and uh, training in terms of the, the, the athletes that, you know, the, the bodybuilders. Yeah. So he, he trains bodybuilders and they, 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 they thought the market was better in Miami. So that's where they moved there for, for that career. And obviously my, my sister just followed. Yeah. Uh, so is, he, is he a big buff dude? Is he? He's muscular. I mean, he's more. He's more like he's really just a trainer right now. So he's he just he, he used to be a little bigger, but he's still pretty muscular. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a younger sister. She's back home. She's a uh, she's 25. Um, she she she's still at school right now. Uh, and uh, yeah, she's she's still at home. So. So did your uh, sisters, did they get any of your, the athletic genes? Are they athletes too? Yeah. Well, my, my older sister was more on the artist side of the family and uh, she's, she's good with uh, drawing clothing and uh, she went to school in it. Yeah. And then my younger sister is, uh, she played hockey. She played hockey and soccer. She was, uh, she played hockey until uh, she played college, not the university college, but the, pre-university the CJ I was talking about so she played three years there and then she stopped and then pursued a different path in terms of uh, what she wanted to do with her career but and my dad also played uh, my dad played in the Quebec Junior Major League and uh, went to school in the, in the CIS so I guess in a different conference than the University of New Brunswick so I played at Trois-Rivières University which spent four years there won a national championship and then after he just pursued his career in accounting and now he's a he teach accounting in uh, in CJEP. and uh your dad played in the, the new uh, expansion city in the ECHL that's going to be yeah. next year yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So there's a university that has a hockey program there too, and the Patriots. It's called. Yeah, so. I should probably learn how to say that. That. <laughs> yeah, like, I saw the I saw the Fort Wayne schedule for next year. I guess there's no trip in Quebec next year. Yeah, we're not, we're not on that. Uh, um, I'm appreciative of that because my French is not so good uh, <laughs> in high school. That's about as far as I went with it. Uh, but you know, as long as Olivier Legault is with us, I mean, as long as we have a translator, at least one of you, at least one yeah. of you guys could be around. Maybe we can pair up. You know, if 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 you're here, if Marco's here, you know, we can all. <laughs> uh, I know Fort Wayne always keeps his friendship here they always have a few french guys on the lineup year after year yeah it seems that way and and, and french canadian names are always the best to to say on the air i love because it sounds like a hockey name but but you're you don't have really a french canadian name. I know. Ellis really isn't you know you wouldn't know that i know i'm a for a french canadian i have a different path than maybe most of the french canadian you know usually the, the typical path for french canadian you go play a junior major in quebec and then after you turn pro uh whether you're 21, 22 years old. So me going to school as a French Canadian, obviously as a NCAA, it's, it's, it's not something you see often. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. So how did you, well, how did you get to Lake Superior state from Quebec? I mean, let's talk about yeah. that journey, how you actually wound up there. So, so I, 
I always, obviously a big disappointment was when I was 16 years old, didn't get drafted in the Quebec Junior Major League by a team. So that was a disappointment. That's where I kind of turned around and I just decided to go to a, an English school where I can still play hockey. It was really well organized. And uh, I played for that school for three years, which is, is, is compared to Junior A here in the United States or in other provinces, Canada. So I played in that league for three years graduated from school there and I knew at that point I wanted to go play college or just have a shot so for my last year of junior I decided to go play for the Pembroke Lumber Kings in this in the CCHL because obviously it's not it was not too far from my uh, from my hometown about five to six hour uh, by Ottawa so there's like some French and English people around and uh, I knew that league usually like some decent amount of guys get scholarship to go play college hockey from that league. So I just said, why not? Uh, I, me and my buddy, me and a good friend of mine that from my hometown, uh, we just decided to go play there at Pembroke. And and then there was just all the good thing happened after that. Like I started my year, uh, did really good. And two months after in the season, Lake Superior State offered me a scholarship. And that was, that was pretty much it. It happened very quick. Uh, I was in touch with their assistant coach at the time. Uh, he was keeping in touch with me every two weeks just to see how things were going and just to get to know me a little more. And then, like I said, probably like after a month of talking, we just they just offered me a scholarship. They thought it was a good fit. I thought it was a good fit and went from there. <laughs> And you were you were a finance major? Is that yeah, finance? I I I study finance and economics. Uh, obviously, like my dad is an is an accountant. Uh, did like the business aspect of it. Uh, I like to work for a company and like the numbers. So I thought finance was a smart move because obviously I I have a lot of interest on the stock market as well. Uh, and the ruling, the Canadian accounting, the American accounting, the rulings, the, the laws are different. So if I wanted to take an accounting major, I needed to go back in Canada and redo some schooling just to uh, get the, the laws and the regulation that are different. So I, I decided to pick finance, which it relates, it relates, but obviously it's it's something that has always had interest, so I'm, I'm happy with my choice. <laughs> <laughs> do you, okay, you're, you said you're into the stock markets. Do you do you have any tips? <laughs> oh, I I am on the Canadian stock market, so. Oh, okay. As an American, it's it's not worth it for you guys to do that because you guys are gonna lose money on the the exchange rate right away. So. Right, right. <laughs> where where are you on the cryptocurrency? Oh, I'm I'm not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. Why? Because it's it's a gamble. Right? You you don't really have any financial information to base your decision to invest in. Or not. So it's like you go to a casino, you spend a hundred dollars on on the red, and if you win, you're happy. If you lose, then that's you lose. That's why I try to compare it with the stock market, the, the crypto currency actually so I, I should have talked to you before i bought some but <laughs> <laughs> i know i know a few guys are into uh, crypto money like i there's a few guys on the team oh well you know what it, it's actually kind of fun i mean it is like you it is like yeah. gambling because you don't have to wait for any big payoff i mean it's literally by the second so it's actually know, so. it's kind of in in, in uh enthralling but, if you will no i i res- i respect that i don't have any i just it's, it's for me that's what it is like it's you win 
or lose. You don't really, you owe for the best, eh? So, right, right. When you gamble money, it's the same thing. You owe for the best. Well, it's when you go out on the ice too, you're hoping for the best. Hey, you, know, yeah. you might lose one, you're going you're, you're gonna to win one. So, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's how it is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys have got, I mean, there's, this is a really smart team. I mean, all the degrees and guys with advanced degrees. And I'm like, when are you guys, you guys should go into business after this season. I'm thinking <laughs> you guys could all put your brain work together and make something happen. <laughs> That, I mean, that would be that would be a smart move. There's a lot of opportunity, I'm sure, in the hockey world. Like, I'm sure we can think about something that could be very useful for kids or just for older people that want to try to play hockey. You know, because there's beginner at any age at, for hockey because you know it's not everyone that can skate. So definitely some opportunity. Well, I'm trying to get Murph's restaurant off the ground. So, you know, I got, I'm already, I've talked, you know, Murph has got the idea, you know, Coop has got all the recipes. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, Gazola's got some interest there. I mean, now you're the finance guy. I mean, it's all coming together. Yeah. I, uh, if I were with those guys, I need a big paycheck. <laughs> you know. uh, well, we'll yeah, somebody needs to be uh, getting to the show here and, uh, you know, taking care of us all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played with anybody who's gotten to the, the NHL? I mean, who's gotten the big time? Uh, last year it, with Texas, I was playing uh, when I was there for a few weeks. But I was there for a month and a half, and the, the one good player was Jason Robertson. He plays with the Dallas Star. had a good, good rookie season. I just thought he was – I just thought he was different the way he played the game, the way he thinks the game. I always thought he was really good, so I'm not surprised to see what he's, he's he accomplished this year as a rookie. But yeah, obviously when I went to the, the Dallas Stars camp, I was with all the, the like Tyler Sagan, uh, Jamie Ban, Joe Pavelski. It was it was an older group, and it was like you know. Jamie Band, Corey Perry, those guys. Like ten years ago, I was looking at them when they were like younger, and they were the face almost of the league. And now he just did the locker room with those guys. So I thought that was pretty cool. Just the fact that it was an older group. A lot of guys I used to just watch hockey when I was younger. And it was those guys that I was watching It's for team Canada, the Olympics. So I thought it was a very, very good moment and just a proud moment in my life. Is there uh is there a good rivalry between uh, the U.S. and the Canadians when it comes to international hockey? I know because I know in the years past it's a, it's a serious thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, especially when it's it's the event is on. Obviously, right. It's not a subject we talk on a daily basis, but obviously, if there's a if there's a, an international event, maybe yeah. some bets are going to be made for sure. Yeah, I mean, if it's the World Juniors <laughs> or, or even the Olympics, I mean, I know yeah. a few years when when the Olympics were going on, that I mean, that was some fun to watch <laughs> those guys in the same room watching watching the game. I know it's it, it gets it gets we get after it. I that's cool. I played I played with a lot of international uh, players. We had a, our goalie from Latvia. We had a German defenseman. Uh, four from Slovakia. We had a kid from ja- Japan, so it was all over the place. Oh, so, from Japan. What was what was that guy like? Oh, he he was a good player. I yeah. it was a really good. It was very quiet. Very very quiet. Good player. Very hard worker. Uh, just was always really, like willing to practice and 
always willing to learn something. Good. He was a great guy. That's you know it's yeah. I mean, I've, there's been a few. There was some uh, with uh, with Wheeling last year, and you know it's weird to see like you know in the Olympics you'll see you know a team from Japan or a team yeah. from Korea. You know, it's it's kind of cool. I know. It, it, for me, I learned a lot, and as well, it's, it's fun now. If I go and say in Europe, I have some connection that I can can meet. I can just go eat somewhere with some former former teammates. Is is Europe anything that you would ever consider? Or are you just a North American guy? I would I would like to travel. Uh, obviously, with hockey, it's so difficult uh, during season and during the off season. <clears throat> Sorry. And then, obviously, when I have more free time, I have a, my girlfriend back home. She she likes to travel. So when also the COVID situation is going to settle and we'll be able to maybe travel more, it's definitely going to be in my plan. So what uh, – the girlfriend's back in Quebec, so she hasn't been able to, to come over and, and see you or nothing? No. So it's been a few months since I haven't seen her. We FaceTime every day, and we hope for the, the best in terms of the borders. Obviously, before the season, you always think like, oh, maybe in two and a half months, she'll be able to come, but it never happened. And obviously, she's very excited for me to come back, but she wants us to win the championship. So it's kind of like a delicate situation for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, she's probably saying, you know what, you stay as long as you have to. Yeah, she, she definitely would like uh, if I come back with a trophy. She'll oh, be happy. See? Yeah, yeah. So, so she knew what she was getting into when she, you know, when you yeah, oh, yeah. Well, she for sure she knew. I it was uh, I set the ground. I was clear to her, and was, I wanted to play hockey this year. That was my goal, and like I know, unfortunately, it affects some guys that maybe had to retire earlier than what they thought. But I was very, very lucky and fortunate that I could play this year. So what were you doing with your time? What was what was the the the, the deal? Were you were you, were you... Uh, I I spent a lot of time uh, working with the high school hockey team. <laughs> Sorry about that. I I, I was kind of a, an invite coach uh, for the program. They they would just kind of I was doing a few hours a week just to you know get some some cash a little because obviously with the pandemic it was a little hard to find a job in the circumstances. And we we didn't know when the hockey season would restart, so we we hoped that it was sooner than later. But at the same time, I spent a lot of times on the ice uh, with the high school team, coaching, uh, obviously training, and you know some off time for sure. Because like most of the rink were closed for men's league, so there was nothing really open. Yeah, were you? So you went to back to Quebec, right, for when everything went down. Yeah, I went back home. So I guess March 19 last year I was home, and I think three days before I was in Rapid City, we we're supposed to play a three and three there. Yeah, and then got shut. We were in Rapid City on the Friday, and game got canceled. The Sunday we were back in Idaho. The Monday the league was canceled, and the, the Wednesday I think I was back home. So it happened. Very, very quick. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, we were at home that night. And uh, so, yeah, I, you know, forget the teams that were on the road. You, I mean, you guys went all that way and then had to turn right yeah. back around. Yeah, we went there for nothing, to be honest. We spent two days in, in uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. <laughs> Which is not a bad place. It's lovely. Um, when I know, it's, it's outdoor. We'll call it, it's a nice outdoors place, but... <laughs> It's, you know, I'd rather be at home. I would have rather been at home or 
you know, in, in the bigger city. <laughs> <laughs> so where is Fort Wayne on your, on your list then? I mean, you like the bigger, well, you, first of all, you said you went to New York for vacation, like the city? Yeah, 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 I've been to New York City. So, I mean, obviously that's another, that's another planet. Basically. But then in Austin, Texas, Austin, Texas was awesome. Uh, I like Fort Wayne. I think it's a big size. It reminded me a little back home. Quebec City is smaller city than Montreal. So when people think about the, the Quebec, the province, they think about Montreal. Right. But I'm really from Quebec City, which two an hour, two an hour sat, two hours south uh, east from Montreal. So it's Fort Wayne and Quebec City are kind of like similar in terms of the the size, and then you got the Fort Wayne, uh, you got Montreal that is similar to Indy. Yeah. In so it's like I can relate to that from back home. I used to love the Nordiques when I was a kid. Yeah, we'll be back at some point. Yeah, you would think. You would think. We hope so. I mean, we have. They built a nice arena just for hope that the Nordics are going to come back. So we're just waiting for the team. Well, the joke I know when when the expansion was happening and and the two team, the two cities were Vegas and Quebec. You were thinking, you know, what's how's this going to work in Vegas? And uh, one of the jokes I, I someone read. You know what? You should just name them the the Vegas Nordiques because they're going to be there in two years anyway. But what, was everyone wrong in that? Uh, the French Canadian, I don't think, would have appreciated that. <laughs> the Nordiques are just set for the Quebec team. Yeah, you know uh, there was a team uh, we used to play, the Ray Falls, who were in the IHL after uh, the Nordiques okay. left. So yeah, a little familiar with with Quebec City. Right. Yeah, the, well, the, we used to have a lot of professional team more back in the days, but more in the 80s, 90s, but hopefully we, like the 12 of you guys going to bring some sort of like minor professional hockey in, in Quebec. <laughs> so, um, uh, well, Austin, Texas, that that is a cool town. Oh. I mean, especially to be a young guy, and uh, I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, down going down 6th Street, I mean, that's that's a blast. Oh, yeah, it's <clears throat> unbelievable city. It's a, you feel like you're not, you know, a different world over there. It's just crowded people. Like people are in good mood. Like you said, it's young. It's the University of Texas is right downtown. Uh, you got you got a lot of things to do. So it's it was really a really really great city. A great experience to be there. Yeah, one of one of my favorite cities. I will say, also, yeah, because it's and cool. The weather is it's great all the time. So can't complain for that. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. You go down there in July and August, like I normally do, and it's yeah, I'm not, not a real big fan of that. But hey, <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta live by a lake. We have a few lakes around too. The it's just a. Yep. All right, buddy. Let's wrap this up before uh, anything else blows up or falls apart here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got I have a lot of time, so I could do that all day. <laughs> we got through it, man. Well, Nelly, I appreciate it, man. I, I miss you guys. Haven't been around uh, too much, but, you know, a little I've been able just to chat with you guys. It's, it's been awesome catching up. And, uh, yeah, here's hoping that uh, we get to keep on playing. No, I agree. No, I appreciate it, Shane. It, I like doing those uh, those things. Obviously, like you said, if if like people or the fans like they don't really know uh, a lot about me, I'm glad to just open myself and like tell who I am. Because obviously, I usually want to be a social guy. I like to take time for for people. So it's tough this year because obviously, if you don't play, if you don't play, we have to sit in the locker room. For example, we can go in the stands. So yeah. there's a lot of like limited. 
access to the fans with us this year compared to the other years where I know after games, uh, the fans wait for us. So it's definitely yeah. there. We'll get back to normal sometime. Yeah. yeah. Soon. Oh, yeah. That's, the, that's the, the goal. That's right. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Shane. Anthony Ellis, everybody. Let's give him a round of applause for joining me on this week's episode of the Huntington University Comets podcast. I know it has been a rough year not being able to talk to the guys, but luckily you do have this show, and I'm glad uh, you have been tuning in and enjoying it, and we will keep her going. But this episode, unfortunately, is in the books. We will see you next time on the Huntington University Comets podcast.